0: Episode 0 of the Imperial Scrolls of Honor podcast, uh, or what will be, rather, the Imperial Scrolls of Honor podcast. Uh, I am Josh Folan, uh, and I am Jeff Burns, and we are going to be the two assholes uh, talking about uh, eight the history of 8- and 16-bit console gaming in the U.S., through the prism of early gaming journalism. So issues of Nintendo Power, Sega Visions, and GamePro, uh, at least as it stands now, I guess this could be a moving target and we adapt this thing as time goes on. But as we sit here today recording this, that's those are the three periodicals that we're gonna use for this. Um, and you know, journalism is probably a, a bit of a loose thing given these are like basically company advertisements
1: with the exception of GamePro. Right? I mean, um, well, GamePro, I'm sure they did it too. I mean, there's no reason to suspect that. I'm not super familiar. I don't remember GamePro all that much. Uh, Nintendo Power and Sega Visions, I do remember, but I'm sure GamePro was just as guilty as that as the others. But Close I to know: release, yeah. I'm sure yeah. Money, money changed hands. There's no question. It had to. Have. There's no way that it didn't. <laughs> right. um, and I know, like, what was the. It, it was Dragon Warrior, right? The, the classic Nintendo one, right? They put out uh, that, that whole episode, was it? Or um, episode. Um, Nintendo Power about Dragon Warrior. Like, basically as an advertisement to American.
0: Oh, yeah. Of, of like, the coming of the Japanese uh, RPG to the Western world. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what it was. Yeah, basically right. uh, uh, an actual insert advertisement. But, I mean, that's, that's honestly an advanced case of it because the existence of Nintendo Power in general was that. I mean, starting as, you know, what we'll be doing these first issues of uh, nintendo fun club the predecessor of nintendo power i mean it started as literally a you know what amounts to a mail a modern mailchimp newsletter <laughs> that went out to people that bought the system to sell additional nintendo products to those known uh potential consumers <laughs> of right. their products you know what i mean right um so, yeah, I mean, yeah GamePro, I'm sure, is an extension of that in some way or another. I mean, they basically were covering... their All their content came from Nintendo and Sega, basically. I think they covered a little bit of Atari stuff, too, early on. But, um, basically, those two companies fueled everything that were on their pages. So, it's almost a given that those two companies gave them kickbacks or money in order to uh, influence what was on those pages about their products. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes the most sense ever. Right. Um, there we go. And that was, that was, and that was our first Imperial Scrolls of Honor uh, exchange of ideas between the two of us. That was nice. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. expect that to necessarily happen here in episode zero. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not bad, huh? Not bad. So it Sounds semi-competent. Uh, okay. So the, so using those three uh, magazines um, and in the, order, the chronological order of their newsstand dates – uh, we'll go through and by that I mean so like you know uh, early on here it, it, Nintendo Power was like the, the trailblazer on this so uh, initially they were the only of these three that were available on newsstands um, and then getting GamePro came onto the scene next and then Sega Vision so early on here we'll only be dealing with the Nintendo one uh first with nintendo fun club and then when that turns into nintendo power but eventually uh once we get into the beginning of game pro being published those will start to alternate between the nintendo one and then game pro then back to nintendo and then when sega visions comes on the scene we'll be alternating through uh from uh, between all three uh again based on their actual newsstand dates so um for each issue, we'll get into, you know, basically the games they cover, like literally going cover to cover and talking about whatever's in them. And that could be, you know, the the reviews, the, the game features, even advertisements, uh, whatever's on the pages that we feel like talking about, basically. Um, and then Jab being a musician, Jeff. Sorry, I call him Jab. And, and I, I guess, well, Jab
1: also calls me Kirkland. So you may hear those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh is Kirkland sometimes and Jeff me is jab sometimes. So right. if we throw those in accidentally, uh, yeah, that's what happened.
0: Yeah. No, know who we're talking about. Uh, I don't know. Do we, uh, we, we want to get into that jab jab is called jab because his initials are Jeffrey Allen Burns. Um, and that obviously is the nice acronym jab, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is a better story than what my name is, which is just some dumb shit that some kids started calling me in middle school that I think had something to do with me being small and (laughs)
1: non-pubic
0: until I was almost 16, 17 years old.
1: Okay. Uh, (laughs) But where does Kirkland even come in? Like, that still doesn't make sense.
0: No, I'm telling you, there is no logical. The kid, Colin, I don't even remember his last name, who also, funny, was was small uh, in stature, uh that that coined the nickname uh in a gym class we were playing basketball in seventh grade gym class and he just started calling me that and he had said it had something to do with some basketball player i to this day don't know who it was yeah. i imagine he wasn't very good at basketball because it sounds like he demeaning uh, a
1: demeaning name <laughs> right yeah he wouldn't be like look at mj over here right exactly exactly small and shitty yeah if anybody out there happens to know what that guy might have been talking about uh
0: (laughs) or god forbid that guy hears this right
1: if anybody Uh, knows anything about what josh just said please contact (laughs) us and let us know because i want to know why the fuck my stepbrother of like 30 years at this point is called what he
0: is (laughs) we 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 both do we both do i actually have no idea why yeah we we actually the the email address that will be attributed to this podcast maybe we should mention we will of course mention at the end of episodes too but the i s o h podcast at com. so the imperial scrolls of honor podcast at gmail.com please do email us at that if you have any information
1: <laughs> <laughs> if if nothing else comes out of this except for an answer for that i it'll be a wild success
0: it's a victory it's a victory no question
1: uh, Anyways, back okay to the thing yeah i digress um
0: so yeah so basically jab is a musician and he is infinitely more inclined toward that space than i am so um he'll be focusing on a lot of the music in the game you know we'll both talk about it but uh that'll kind of be his uh dedicated department and then so so basically yeah so so the 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 episode formats will also uh alternate so You know this first episode one will basically we're gonna start with nintendo fun club as I mentioned so we're actually gonna do the first three issues of nintendo fun club issues one two three and You know again, we're gonna go through the features previews ads uh, Some of the crazy ass editorial pieces that that went into those and then there'll be a handful of games in each issue that uh, he and I will both um kind of talk about and 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 focus on and you know we'll decide those on our own so hopefully those will be different um, games from issue to issue and then uh, you know we're not going to necessarily worry about episode length we're going to just kind of you know talk about whatever the hell we want and whatever that gets to or covers, that's what we cover. And, you know, I'm assuming (laughs) that uh, no one will feel like the dutiful about consuming every second of what we talk about on these things. So, you know, Mm -hmm. if you start to get bored, like you probably are right now, then just go ahead and skip ahead and uh, don't worry about how long the episodes are. (laughs) Um, So that, those will be, that'll be the one episode format. It'll be basically the, uh, the, the issue. And then, At the end of each one of those episodes, we're going to, between the two of us, decide a game that is in that issue, or covered in that issue, to do a whole standalone episode on. So every second episode will basically be just about one of the games, and we'll kind of dive in deep into, you know, everything that you would think to hear about as a game's being covered. Uh, The development history, probably somewhat, Uh, I think, you know, kind of every podcast covers that to some degree so i I don't want to delve too deep into development histories and stuff but um talking about our own personal experiences with the game going through the actual gameplay front to back the idea is i'm hoping anyways you know time time will tell whether we have the time for this but i would like to be able to play through from start to finish each game that we cover both of us to 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 go through the whole game in in depth and and be able to talk about it knowledgeably and you know recent recent knowledgeably (laughs) as opposed to of course, we played it when we were kids, but... Um, yeah,
1: we'll Are talk... we necessarily going to be playing, like, games that we... No, we won't. Like, we'll be playing games like... Like you were saying, like, we were talking earlier about Shatterhand. Like, I haven't even heard of it. You never right. played it. Right. Yeah, so, like, we will be playing, like, some games, like, that we really enjoyed and, you know, were influential for us growing up, but, like, we will also play games
0: that... Ones, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I guess I, I'm speaking there. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I... My whole reason for wanting to do this, and I've told you this, is... To, yeah, basically learn new shit because I mean, as much as I love uh, this era of gaming and we both fucking lived it in depth at the time, we didn't see everything. I mean, Nintendo, however many titles there are at Nintendo, uh, there's just no way we could have played them all at the time. And even to this day, some of that, you know, uh, unknown still remains. So, yeah, I mean, 100%. Some of the games that I'm going to be choosing, uh, even, you know, I've already done a lot of the research for these first few issues of nintendo fun club and there's a bunch of games in there that i had never played uh some of which were fucking uh, solomon's key i had never played solomon's key i told you this the other day like, uh-huh. that fucking game's amazing i couldn't i can't believe uh i never played that as a kid uh and it's not even a game that was like you know shatterhand's kind of obscure like i hadn't even heard of that i had heard of solomon's key a million times and for whatever reason just never bothered to play it and it's a blast so yeah i 100 want to find you know Cover some games that are nostalgia trips for us, and then also some games that we're experiencing uh, for the first time for the sake of fucking expanding our
1: um, gaming horizons, you know? Right. And you're going to uh, – did you say you're going to try and play these, like, actually on the uh, cartridges? No, no. I don't
0: – no. I, I – yeah, I don't have an NES. I do have a Genesis, uh, so there's some titles I'll be able to do that. On um, Genesis, but yeah, most of it will be emulation. Personally, I assume you don't—you don't have any classic consoles, do you?
1: Uh, I got a bunch actually because I just moved. I have a bunch of—I found a bunch of Nintendo games and shit. I, I do have some consoles, but my point is, I want to make it clear that I am going to be using emulation because yeah. I, I'm an adult with other shit to do and a job. <laughs> like, <laughs> I cannot spend like. And Nintendo was brutal that way. I mean, everybody you know, I know, and anybody that happens to be listening to this knows, like, you know, those games are brutal. You run out of lives and that's fucking it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like no. I can't save states like eight hours to like fucking <laughs> some game and then lose my lives and be like, well, gotta start over and do eight hours right. again. Like, there's no fucking way. So yeah, right. save states are good. And and I'll be able to, and you will too, I'm sure. Like, I'm smart enough and well versed enough with video games to be able to know like, when a game is, like, difficult enough, like, I'll be using save states, not like, you know, not every liberally. single opportunity, not liberally, right. <laughs> but, you know, when I need when to, I will, game. and then I'll comment and be like, yeah, this game is really fucking hard, because without right. save states, I never would have finished it.
0: Right, right. No, yeah, no, yeah, the, uh, yeah, only overused in case, we we'll only cheese games when we're being cheesed ourselves. <laughs>
1: yeah, <that's>, yeah <laughs> right. <laughs> right, and some of those games, like, I, you, you know, like, I mean, they were just they're unplayable you know like right. they were well, not that, tested right. well they were not developed well and they just get fucking pushed out and sold and there's absolutely no regard for the difficulty or the functionality of it so no
0: regard for human life period right, yeah
1: <laughs> i wish i could think of one of those games right now i swear we
0: battletoads is like the most classic one battletoads yeah is yeah impossible. The, the jet ski. I, actually, I can't wait. For, yeah, I mean, I haven't played that in forever. That's one of the ones I'm looking forward to. That, like, I remember fondly, and I knew it was super fun. But I also know that there was a part that I just was never getting past. And I look forward to... Actually, that's also the thing, too. Like, some of these games, we just talk about the two extremes of not knowing or being, like, just taking a nostalgia trip. Like, there's also a middle ground between those two of games where I remember them. I played the shit out of them. I have, like, Solar Jetman as an example of this, which you had. Like, I've tried playing that. Uh, uh semi recently, and like got a ways into it, and it's a fucking incredibly fun game. But mm-hmm. holy shit, is it hard? <laughs> and yeah, I never got game. around to finishing it. So, like, having a dedicated <laughs> reason
1: to do that uh, is something
0: I'm looking forward to with this little adventure.
1: I think um, we had some like uh, cheat codes for that, and no, you know, it was probably Game Genie actually. Um, I feel like I've seen the end of the game though, but I know I did not earn it fairly. But there's yeah I mean because it's it's a password game so there's I'm sure we could just look up we probably found password
0: somewhere of you know warp to the last stage or whatever the hell it was right the golden ship or with the golden ship or whatever the fuck it was right know? right so yeah. So yes, so I, that was that was a huge uh, divergent uh, tangent, but, but uh, th- that's what the second episode format will be. You know, so basically, um, an in-depth look at the specific game itself, um, and that will be determined in the as I mentioned the episode prior, where we'll argue about a few nominations that we both made on our own prior to recording that issue in quotations episode um so that'll be the general format of this i also like the idea of if we get anywhere with this and people listen to it and honestly even without that happening maybe (laughs) which i learned uh that batteries not included uh series i have on amazon uh i got i have interviewed david crane gary kitchen a lot of the early atari programmers and they were incredibly accessible and super fucking easy uh, and willing to sit down and talk about their careers and their work. Um, And that's certainly something I enjoyed a lot interviewing those people. And I would love for this to be a platform that we could eventually um, have opportunities to talk to some of the creators of these things that we love and enjoy so much um, and kind of pick their brains about that stuff um, for the pod here. So that's not part of the planned schedule, but that's something I would love to get to one day uh, with it. Yeah, uh-huh. if
1: I could talk to, uh, I honestly don't even know what I would say to him. But if I could talk to uh, <laughs> Nobu Ematsu, uh the 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 music guy for Final Fantasy, uh, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, again, exactly. I don't know what I would. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, a peon and in the presence of God, but you know, right. I'd like. Well, to- that's I mean, dude, talking
0: to the, you know, one of the, what I, uh, I'm not like a seasoned journalist or anything. So when I was yes, initially like planning to sit down for those interviews. I just did a sh- you do a shit ton of research. And like, I made you know, I, I made a, a point to try to find things to talk about. And I think that's why, you know, a lot of them, like I initially talked to Gary kitchen and he worked with David crane a lot when he, you know, when, when they first left, uh, Activision or first went into Activision together and then eventually left and created their own company. So like they're friends, you know, of course all those fucking guys are friends still. So, I was able to do an interview with Gary that he actually enjoyed because I tried to ask him about shit and questions that he hadn't heard a million times <laughs> about right. these these subjects, you know, that he's had to talk about it forever. So it went well enough where he was the one who referred me to David Crane, and David Crane happened to be in in, in New York, uh, and he had been bugging and telling him whenever that was the case that he needed to track me down and have you know sit down and talk to me for this show. Uh, so, like, if you if you try to make it actually fun for them and ask them things that they haven't had to fucking answer a million times, um, it it uh, you know they're surprisingly receptive to, to to that kind of thing. So yeah,
1: I can imagine. Though in the case of Uyamatsu, it uh, you know. He's still like I mean he performs and shit so he's kind of a celebrity he you know there's no reason for somebody like that to ever talk to somebody like me um, well, so if they,
0: if they got if they got something to pedal and do that that's you'd be surprised man they're just it's you know these people if, if someone like that people who are that good at what they do are that good at what they do because they love doing it and usually. If you love doing something that much, you also like talking about it. <laughs> right. And if you can just appeal to that sensibility, uh, these people, I've, like I said, again, I've found are, are very receptive uh, and, and cool people. So, right. And also um, you don't get that successful in general no matter what you do without being a cool person.
1: <laughs> right. At least Most, mildly uh, approachable.
0: Right. At least, yeah. Or at least capable of being so, even if you're maybe not inherently. Um, so at any anyway. event. Anyways. That's how – that's what the show will be. And, um, yeah, so basically, I mean, I guess maybe we'll just who we are, and then we'll end this probably longer than it already should have been, episode zero, so the people who want to hear what the fuck we're going to do can get on to episode one, who cared enough to listen to this introduction anyways. It's not Uh, a terrible introduction as far as these things go. No, I don't think so. I I, I agree. But um, some people just don't read the instruction manual. They just dive into the game. You know what I mean? Right. right. Uh, so yeah, so, uh, as we are, my name's Josh Follin, and I live in, uh, re- uh, LA now, I was in New, I've been in New York for a long time, um, Jeff and I are actually brothers, we haven't mentioned that yet in this entire thing, which is insane. I think uh, I did touch
1: on that, I, 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 referred to you as a stepbrother, in fact, so, did you? I don't recall, yeah. but yes, uh, we were talking about Kirkland, anyways.
0: <laughs> yeah, we
1: grew up together in Ohio, uh, or at least
0: I... Uh, our parents, his mother, my father married when I was 10 and I guess you would have been seven then. Yes. Uh, there's something like that. Something like that. Right. So relatively young. So we grew up kind of together, played a shit ton of video games together. Uh, I left to, I went to Ohio state, moved down to Columbus. We grew up in Oberlin, Ohio, and uh, I moved down to Columbus to go to school, uh, finance, and then eventually moved to New York. Uh, and ended up in film by no real design, but ended up in an anyhow, and recently moved to Los Angeles from there last May, uh, May of 2018. So, and I still, you know, day-to-day
1: work in film. So that's what the fuck I'm doing. And Jeff? Uh, I still live in that town, Oberlin, Ohio. Uh, Work for the college there. You may have heard of it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's That's what I always say to people when I tell them I'm from Oberlin, Ohio. Like,
0: I'm from Oberlin. There's a college there. You might've heard of that. There's also a town.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, and and failing that, if you don't know it, I'm from like basically the farthest, like, I just tell people I'm from Cleveland if that fails. Um, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, so I work for the college. Um, I just kind of fart around town with my dog and my hobbies and my friends and, um, you know, video games here and there too. So, um, Yeah, I'm pretty much just a regular guy that does shit. (laughs) Cool, man.
0: Uh, Fucking A. All right, so that's us, um, and that's the podcast, and that's all we really need to talk about right now until we get into episode one of this fucking thing, uh, where we, again, will be covering uh, Nintendo Fun Club News, issues one through three, uh, which I found these on archive.org and uh, actually all seven issues of Nintendo Fun Club News were available on archive.org for free download. So by all means, download those and follow along when we talk about them next time. Um, and there will be, I guess we should talk about the fucking social component of this and being able to keep up with it. I already mentioned that you can email us anytime at I, S in Sam, O, H... Uh, podcast at gmail.com to email us directly and yell at us or fucking talk shit to us or uh, engage in intelligent dialogue with us (laughs) or shower us in adoration. Right. Any of the the above. Um, And then also there'll be a Facebook page. You can follow us on there. Um, And that's probably all the social I'm going to do. I'm not going to fucking create fucking accounts on a million things. That'll be enough to keep up with us and this will be available on you know every fucking podcast iTunes Stitcher um uh Soundapp Soundcloud Soundcloud rather um is there a podcast app I don't even know what that one is
1: maybe that's, I don't know that's just the standard one for like uh for Apple I just go to podcasts and
0: No you see yeah that's iTunes
1: that's Oh is that that's okay That's the same it's, thing I, I've never never delved into it <laughs> As long as I get my Hardcore History podcast, I don't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, well, that's definitely available on iTunes. Um, cool. All right. So that's fucking us. That's where it'll be. And we look forward to getting started on this little fucking uh, – this 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 little pilgrimage that we're going to
1: go on here, this video game pilgrimage. Yeah, so uh, thanks for listening. I don't know how long this is, but uh, yeah, we, we meandered a little bit. But thanks for listening and uh, stay tuned. Yeah, man. We'll do better next time. Okay, yeah. bye. Put your hands on them!